Welcome to the Conscious Creative Podcast, your weekly dose of soul-to-soul conversation that will have you saying peace out to your nine-to-five to explore in your sacred calling. The topics center around conscious business and interviews with the folks who started them. We'll be exploring the art of being human and what it takes to live your life fully expressed and financially free. I'm Christina Gomes, and I went from high-paying job as a psychotherapist to leaving it all behind for my desire to travel the world, playing my original music, to becoming the CEO and solepreneur founder of FreeYourCreativity.org, where I help visionary leaders create the businesses of their wildest dreams. If you have a sacred calling, stick around. My prayer is that you become the permission slip for the collective as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. Hello, we're live with another behind-the-scenes interview on what it really takes to become a high-value guide, a sought-after coach, mentor, healer, or intuitive guide. I am so excited to start this conversation. I'm going to invite Mia Anderson into the room, who went through the Conscious Creative Business Immersion a few rounds ago. Mia Anderson is a transformational life coach. She's specializing in grief work. So it's like, what it doesn't take to be a high value guide is tech. You know, like we can be high value guides with having very limited tech knowledge and like it always works out we always figure it out and today's uh interview is all about that the behind the scenes on what it really takes and something else is coming through about being seen and being visible and putting ourselves out there it is just so fun I think the universe wants to make sure that we speak on that today around what it takes to actually be visible as a high value guide as we're elevating and showing up in different places in our lives to speak about our offers. But before we get into that, I wanted to introduce you, Mia Anderson. You are an amazing transformational life coach. I want to talk about what you've been specializing and niching in as well. But why don't you introduce yourself to my audience and let them know who you are and what you provide for the world? What's your mission? Yeah. Oh, it's so great to be here, Christina. And thank you for that introduction. And yeah. I am really here to support people working through their grief process. And that has been such a huge journey for me. Um, You know, when I went through the conscious creative business immersion, we go through our three defining moments. And I noticed this theme that all of my defining moments had to do with grief. And so I really have realized that that is the thing that I'm here to support people with. And yeah, I offer one-on-one support. I offer community grief circles. And that is what I'm here for. It is what lights me up more than anything in the world. And I think that it's just so important that you feel lit up about what you do. And that's exactly what lights me up more than anything. So that's why I'm here. Oh, I just got chills because I've been seeing your content and I've been noticing this re- like claiming that this is what you're here to do and I just wanted to kind of pull back the curtains of like this really this clarity came through after the business immersion but what you're speaking to is like right really looking at uh who we're here to serve 
and how we're here to serve them and really looking at our own defining moments helped you not even in the program, but after you graduated and moved on to really say, I'm here to help people with grief. It's so important. And I've been seeing your content going like, wow, yes, she's got it. She's claiming it. And having a niche is important, not just because you'll make more money, which you will, it's important because your niche is really like a reclamation and a, and a, like a proud exclamation of like, I really have a particular specialization. I'm here for a soul's mission. So why don't you tell (laughs) our audience here and the people watching, like what it really took for you to claim that, that you are here for something special? Yeah. I mean, when I started the immersion, I really had no idea what I was doing. I just knew I wanted to help people. And I had worked with different coaches. I had worked with different business people before. And, you know, I think back to like three years ago when I first decided I wanted to be a coach and they, the business coach I had at that time, they told me, you know, don't go there. Don't go to grief. It's too much of a liability. It's not something that's worth it. And it completely just shut me down. And then I was always trying to figure something else out. Um, But I still had this knowing of like, I want to help people. And so when I came into the immersion, I I just had no idea. I just knew I wanted to help, but I didn't know what that was. And, you know, I changed my niche probably three or four different times within the immersion itself. Um, But really, like looking back at those defining moments of what really created this this knowing inside my heart and my soul that I want to support other people and looking at the themes of what the overlap was between that and seeing like, oh, grief, like that is the thing. And really also getting that reflected back to me as I started to put myself out there into the world and just listen to my heart in terms of what I wanted to share. That was the theme that kept on turning up and you know, I, I wanted to talk about one thing and I thought one thing was my niche, but then I always came back to talking about grief. And no matter how much my niche changed, it was like, that was the thing that kept on just like pouring out of me. And so eventually I, you know, I realized that it's so important that I stay true to my heart and true to my soul. And that's how I can show up for people in the most powerful way possible, not to fit into a box of what you know, society or what someone else is telling me that I'm supposed to do, but actually listening to what themes have shown up in my own life and how that reflects back to why I'm here and why I'm in service to other people. Wow. I'm just like a little bit stuck on, I can't believe so many people, not just one, but multiple people told you it's not worth it to to follow your heart and support people in ways that you probably received the support. Grief is a is a golden thread throughout humanity. We're not going to be able to escape grief. And as a trained psychotherapist way back when, it was their whole models and rituals around grief for a reason. So yeah. for you really claim like it's not about the money or business coaches saying, hey, you can only make money as a business coach. It's like, wow, what a bunch of bullshit. And I'm so stoked (laughs) that you followed your heart and you really 
went for what was going to help the most people or even one person at a time. And I know you do a lot of one-to-one work. And one of the wins that we were talking about before we got on this call was that you just had your first high paying client re-enroll in your program. And so that says so much about your quality of service and your delivery and how much you care and how much you care about this particular um, struggle and challenge that majority of humanity will face in their lifetime. And for you to hold that torch and say, wow, I'm not just going to do what's on my heart, but I'm going to do such a great job and really support people so deeply that they're just like, well, there's no other coach for me. And that's a defining moment for a high value guide. So how did that feel in your body when you were like, when your client wanted to re-enroll? What did that mean? Yeah, it was just such a wonderful feeling. I mean, I have had so much fun working with them. They show up so beautifully. It's like we can go from laughing to crying to deep processing to like coming out on the other side of it. And it's just been so beautiful to witness that over the last four months. And yeah, I brought up that, you know, we were about to be done and they told me like, oh, I've been thinking about this. And I realized like, I'm not done working with you. Like we're just getting started. Like this is way, this is way too deep. Like there's no way I can just stop right now. And uh, yeah, it was just such a fun, fun feeling um, to receive that. And yeah, they're, they're about to re-enroll. We haven't like fully had the conversation yet, but we just had the like you know, the confirmation of like, yeah, we're not going to be done at the end of these four months. Like we're, we're going to keep going. Um, and, and just feeling the lightheartedness around that and not even feeling like I needed to like lock it in right in there, but just being in such trust around it of knowing like, yeah, they're going to re-enroll. There's, there's no question about that. They already said they want to and that they're going to. So I don't even feel this energy of scarcity of like, oh, well, I better get them to pay right now. It's like, it's going to happen. And uh, yeah, it's probably about to happen this week. And I'm just really, really excited about it. And yeah, it's so great to just have fun working with people. And that really does happen when you align with your mission and stay in integrity with what you know your values are and not give that up. Because, you know, I also see how as you step into this career and like grow your business, you get different opportunities. And it's so important that you stay in integrity with your core values and not give up those core values just because, oh, there's an opportunity maybe to do something over here or to work with someone over there. But if it's not in alignment, then just don't do it. It's so important to stay in integrity with that. And that's how you get those soul aligned clients, I feel. Oh, I know. I feel like your delivery, like beaming from your face. And when we talk <laughs> about a sales journey, like I, I teach on soulful sales skills and I teach on how you can hold space in a discovery call for a yes, pay in full client. Yeah, I have actually never taken payment on the phone with someone. And you, yeah. you hear so much with high ticket sales trainings of like, yeah, get them. And it feels like a it clo- like close them. And like, what are these words? I am not trying to close <laughs> anyone. I'm trying to stay open to how my skills and my program and services and offerings can provide support for someone and making sure that our visions are aligned is what I mm-hmm. help to create what they actually want to create in their lives. And so when you have an epic delivery and you're getting that feedback loop 
of like, wow, people really love the work that you do. Not only are you going to be able to re-enroll people, but I can imagine that your content naturally, well, I know (laughs) that your content, because I'm seeing it and I teach on this, but for everyone watching, your content naturally becomes better because you have a natural confidence. It's not a fake it till you make it. It's like, I'm doing deep work with people. People are actually getting um, a lot of value from our work together. And so more clients will naturally come. Yes, you'll get referrals, but more clients just feel that energetic opening. So it's not about closing clients. It's about opening to receiving more opportunities to help people. So I'm so stoked that you spoke to that. And so that brings us into this visibility piece. So you've been out there creating content. What is it like for you to really own that you specialize in grief and you really want to help people who are committed and who can laugh with you? And and what was it like saying no to things that maybe seemed like opportunities, but are not aligned with what you came here to do? Yeah, I mean, every time you close a door, it opens another one, right? And so just remembering that for myself has really helped me to be able to say no to different opportunities and walk away from things that didn't work. And, you know, when I think back to like the the coach I mentioned, you know, that I worked with years ago, like, when I walked away from working with him, like, so much opened for me, like, in, in so many different areas of my life. And I just felt more connected to myself than ever before. And that just carved the way forward one step at a time. And, you know, it did also open me up to sharing my message in a more soul aligned way because I didn't feel like I had, you know, someone like on like standing over my shoulder saying, oh, you shouldn't have said that or like, oh, that was risky or whatever. Like, you know, when you align with your soul, like you get to be risky, you get to say like controversial things and you get to align with that and share that from your heart. And, you know, on one hand, it's been really beautiful to see that because it calls in, you know, the people who are most aligned to work with you. But for me also, especially around grief, sharing about that has been healing for my own journey too, because then, you know, I get to look back and it's like my own, you know, I have my own personal, personal journal, but then I also have like my posts that I get to look back at like a year ago or six months ago, even and see like, wow, this is what I wrote about. And that still feels very true for me. And it just feels, you know, it's healing on my own personal level to be able to share from my heart. Um, So yeah, not only is it healing for other people to receive it because I'm sharing from my heart, but it's healing for me too. I love this so much because I feel like soulpreneurship is different than entrepreneurship. An entrepreneur Mm -hmm. might make a product that they can sell for a profit, But a soulpreneur is really doing something that can benefit humanity, but it's about our own soul's evolution as well. And so when we come to our niche, which is really just a specialization in what our soul has evolved into, like we're not really able to help people go through anything that we haven't gone through ourselves. So we go through these uh soul defining moments so that we're more equipped if we're meant to be a high value guide so that we're more equipped to be able to help the people that come into our containers and into our lives so it's not Mm -hmm. a journey for us as well and so you getting support and you being immersed in supportive containers and and recognizing that and and like 
I can't believe someone was like, don't share that. It's risky. I'm like, make the risky post, say the thing that no one else will say. And I actually teach on this. I give uh, my legacy content tracker that goes through the different kinds of posts that you're actually saying something, not just to be polarizing, but to say the thing that is really on your heart, whether it's polarizing or not, because we get to set ourselves apart as the human that is really equipped to help our soul aligned clients. Hey there, visionary leader. If you're resonating with this message, I'd like to invite you into your next level life and business. Enrollment has begun for the conscious creative business immersion. This is my signature group container to help you design an offer so delicious, so juicy, so based on your soul gifts that you are thrilled to invite your soulmate clients inside of it. I'm going to teach you how to promote this offer with a ton of heart and to sell out this offer with ease to meet your revenue goals. I would love to have you inside if you are a visionary leader who knows that they are great at what they do. You'd like to collapse the timeline on how long it takes to reach consistent income with an offer that you truly love. Go to the link in the show notes to apply for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I will be sitting with your application individually and I will send an email to let you know if you've been accepted in a few days after application. Thank you for trusting me with your vision and I can't wait to see what we co-create. And our soul aligned clients are not just looking for something cheap or they're not just looking for another uh, self-paced course or a bunch of dusty videos. They're looking for real support. Like you said, you laugh, you go through the processes with people. Oh my goodness. So this is such an amazing conversation. And so you've had to say no to some things that were not soul aligned. And so I want to hear more about what are you saying yes to? Like, what is this process that you take your people through. That's a part of my program is helping uh, my folks to discover their signature process. And do, have you noticed mm-hmm. a process that you take your people through that you're able to um, hone in on? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the biggest thing that I have noticed, especially when it comes to one-on-one work and especially when it comes to grief work as well, is your process is sacred and really just creating a container for that process to be witnessed and to be held and to actually be felt all the way through is so, so important because the way that I process grief is going to be different from the way that you process grief. And a lot of the times people who are grieving, they don't have time to go through, you know, a bunch of modules and a bunch of like videos and things like that. It's more about they need a real human in front of them who's able to witness them through their process and to share that, you know, their process is valid. And so really it's around saying yes to their sacred journey and just creating a container for them to keep going through that process and to not dissociate, not run away from it, but to actually feel it all the way through. And within that, you know, it's really just a framework of asking questions and letting people feel somatically what emotions come up through their bodies and witness the different parts of themselves that show up and have these different stories about what's happening and just being able to navigate through, you know, between parts work and somatic processing and then asking 
really useful questions for them to get the answers within themselves and realize that the wisdom that they're seeking is already inside them. They just need the container to actually go through that. And so, yeah, when you ask what my process is, I would say that it's really around saying yes to their process and letting them just go through that in a really loving and healthy way. Not so that they get stuck in a loop, but so they actually can unravel it and keep moving forward. Oh, wow. Yes. Like you are the epitome of a high value guide when you just have (laughs) the tools like at the forefront of what you do, your tools and the way that you hold space. That's what I'm hearing is like, we're not meant to do this alone, especially grief. We're not to do this alone, especially running a, running a, a business on your yeah. soul. <laughs> this is why you and I have created our programs to offer real live support for people. And whether we have tools or we film a, a meditation or give some extra things that go with our programs, it's about you doing the work first which you have, you've immersed yourself in programs, you're highly trained, you obviously really care about your clients. And then from that place, that's where you start creating the kind of content that lets that be known. So even this interview is about that. It's like, it's as simple as that. You know, you're good at what you do. You love helping your people. And now we just get to talk like old friends (laughs) And chat about what it is that we're really doing here and give people a real taste of what it might be like to work with us. So I'm so happy that you expressed that because you were talking about processes and uh, letting people's process be sacred. And I wanted to talk about that for a moment, that so often we maybe have hired the wrong coach or we've gotten ourselves into courses where people are not deep, where they don't actually care about our process. They just want to teach us what they know and like preach to us about the right or wrong way to do things. And why you and I resonated together, I can imagine is because you felt like that was not going to be the case in the conscious creative business immersion. And you were really going to be as your own unique human as you do for your people. And so maybe we can give uh, our audience that's watching a little clue into how have you been able to reveal so deeply uh, your story, which is about grief and, and what might you have had to go through first to be able to share without the fear of trolls or the fear of people's pushback or what their stories might be around your own grief? How was it for you to share your story so publicly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask that question is just reflecting back on my own childhood and feeling like this energy of like needing to prove myself for such a long time. I was always feeling like, you know, nobody saw me, nobody understood me, nobody listened to me. And I was always just trying to like forcefully put that energy out so that I could prove myself as worthy, prove myself as lovable, all of these things. And I feel like it was really about healing that wounded inner child within me that was really, really important because, you know, if I'm still acting from this place of like, oh, I need to be seen just for the sake of like, oh, maybe someone will love me if they finally see me, then, you know, that's not going to bleed out very well onto social media when you're trying to, you know, 
promote your business. And so I really feel like it came down to healing those wounds within myself so that when I came out into the world and shared, it was more from a place of service and simply just knowing that my message had value in the world and that it also had value for myself to share it, that it was helping me integrate my own journey to share it. And that within my own integration process of sharing that that journey with other people on social media, it would also be healing for them as well. And yeah, that it's just not about, you know, people liking you or not, like, no matter what you do in the world, like I've just found that like, you know, you can do anything and someone's going to have something to say about it. So like, who cares? <laughs> just do do you, you know? Let your, let your light shine in the way that it, that it wants to. And some people will hate it and other people will love it. And at least then you have real people in your life who know you as who you are rather than just the mask that you put out to the world. Oh, that just touched my soul. Very beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> so even if our stories, even if our stories are deep, or they're vulnerable. And I teach a process of like being vulnerable, but for the sake of service, for the sake of helping people. Because if somebody sees you owning your story, somebody sees you grieving the inner child of your past that had that wound. And we, right, everybody out there, raise your hand if you feel like you have ever felt like you needed to prove yourself, especially as you're running a business of like, Hey, hire me to prove that. Like I'm likable and lovable in this world. And it's like, when we move through that ourselves, we become a safe space for people to hire us because we're not promoting our business to validate that we are lovable. So you moving through that process and continuously investing in yourself and showing up for the deep work and the hard work and your own transformations and transitions and also being able to express them uh, so publicly and vulnerably, it gives people permission, I would say. And you do it so elegant, elegantly because you're not, uh, it's clear that you're sharing your story to provide a service for people, whether they buy or not. It's like if our stories can touch someone and help them feel like they're not alone or that they can be a human that makes mistakes and that grieves and that cries and that um, just has low moments in their lives and that there are people out there that have done the work and that are now willing to support them. It's like, wow, it gives us like faith in humanity, I feel like. what We really came here, bringing it back to soul mission, we really came here as a soul family. And we're all just like helping each other out. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about pricing because that's part of this um, uh, interview series. It's like raising our prices to match. And what I like to say about pricing is, yes, we can help everyone for free. And we often probably help our friends and we probably have our friends reaching out to us, you know, for helping and help we can. But in order for us to really be a clean and clear channel and to have our own space and to have like ha allow this work to be something that we get to do continuously and continue our own education and expansion, we get to charge a price that allows that person to see our value and allows us to be highly valued and to be able to do this work more um like with more 
intention, I feel like, because we are being valued for it. And we it is a professional service that you're providing. And the way I guide my friends is very different from the way I guide my clients. I'm like, you know, like taking my friends out for like a drink, like, a, <laughs> like, let's just go, uh, let's just go cope with this, you know, like probably doing the yeah. wrong thing, <laughs> you know, like we're just going to talk shit and, and cope in the, in the old paradigm way. But when I'm really channeling and guiding and being valued for my professionalism and con- created a container that is professional and deep and meaningful, it's like, we get to charge a price that represents that. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about your pricing journey and how the conscious creative business immersion and how you stepping into a high value guide um, has been for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like just to touch on what you just shared there about like how you help your friends different from how you, you know, facilitate in your containers. I remember I've had, you know, if I tell people I'm a coach, I've multiple times gotten the reflection of, oh, so people just pay you for them to have a friend. And it's just like, that is not what's happening here at all. Like the way that I guide my friends is very different from, you know, a container that's much more structured and professional than that. And so, yeah, my, my journey with pricing has gone on like quite a pendulum swing um, because I was in environments with like a lot of different business coaches. So that coach that I worked with, he wanted me to charge a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars a year for someone to work with me. And for me, that felt like way too high. And so then when I went into the immersion, I had like swung on the pendulum of like bringing it way too low or like basically just giving people coaching for free. Um, And then I was able to find that middle ground. And now I feel really good about my pricing. Um, My price is about to go up again um, because, you know, I had a price for like my first client. And now it feels like, okay, it's time to raise that again, not to a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you know, to a a livable, like thriving environment, because it is important that we're in a state of overflow so that we can live and we're not in survival mode when we're coaching our clients. And, um, you know, for me too, like when I've invested a significant amount of money into a container, I've shown up to it differently. Like, you know, I'm sure many people can relate to the experience of like, yeah, you go to the free workshop and maybe you forget that it's even happening because it's free. And like, you can probably go to it again versus, you know, if you pay a significant amount of money into a, a, a formal container, you, you show up to it, you show up to it. Like your life depends on it because you see it that way. And that's how you get better results for people. That's how you get better results for yourself. And yeah, it's just how the container is actually taken seriously because it is an energy exchange. Like we're doing really deep work with people and that is important that it's respected and that it's valued and that it's taken seriously. Oh, so well articulated. Thank you so much. And my brain is still in shock about the hundred thousand dollars a year. And even though I'm the queen of helping people to raise their prices, my, what I put in parentheses is with integrity. And when we're just getting started or we're having our first few clients, it's like, I can't even wrap my head around charging someone a hundred thousand dollars. And we do get to go on a journey of finding that soul aligned price of like, what is our programs really valued? Because in some cases, especially around grief or stepping into our soul's mission, it's like our life does depend on it. It's like our life is going to be so much more enriched 
when we move through these transitions and transformations and we're not doing it alone. And when we're doing it alone, we have so much more chance to get into old patterning or just give up. And when you're moving through grief, it's not even about an end result. It is about getting supported. It is about the relationship that you have with your clients and your understanding of the grief process personally and professionally so that people can actually show up and lean in for support and feel held. And people are not going to do that if they don't feel in reciprocation. And there's this term in the Peruvian um, jungles called Aini, and it means reciprocation. And we talked about that, I believe, in the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. And so it's not about having the highest price. It's about having a price that allows you to feel like there is an energetic reciprocation, that I'm able to show up for someone in a way that is so um, deep that there's not, for me, there's nothing else going on when I'm with a client. And there's things going on in my life. (laughs) Like I have my own grief. Like I have my own traumas. I have my own therapist. But when that um, container starts, everything falls away. The ego falls away. And we get to be the channels because we are professional, because we are um, valued. And we've claimed that this is a highly valued valuable service. And the mission that I'm on now is helping folks like you and I, people who have soul gifts to share, people are really helping people because you're not just making a product that is going to consume the resources of mother nature and like end up polluting the environment. You are literally helping more people become better people in this world and be able to shine their light by moving through grief. And that is felt like we're doing the deepest work for humanity. And why should soulpreneurs just like take the scraps of um, what the universe gives? Like, why shouldn't we be highly valued? Psychotherapists are like lowly valued. Teachers are lowly valued in society. And if we want to create a new society, we actually get to say, hey, your soul's expansion and you moving through grief and you being supported is top priority. It's top priority, right? Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to say about that since you articulated uh, that so well? Yeah, it just makes me think about, you know, I feel like they're the money story that so many people collectively have and the money story that a lot of spiritual people have of feeling like it's so spiritual to not have money and we need to kill all the billionaires and all of all of these things. And, you know, I see a lot of that energy get directed towards high value guides who are actually doing really important work in the world. And it's just, it's just misdirected energy, you know, and the people who have money right now, those should be the spiritual people. Those should be the people who care about others, who care about the environment, who care about the world that we're living in. And just like imagine a world where, you know, people like you and me and people who are like really doing great work in the world, what if they were the billionaires and how differently this world would actually look? It would just be incredible. Like all the world's problems would be (laughs) getting handled. And so, yeah, it's just like, it's so important to recognize that, that yeah, like your work is worth 
being paid for it. And when you have more money, it just magnetizes who you are. And when you know that you're a good person and that you want to do good things in the world, that just empowers you to do better things. Oh, and you know what I wanted to say from that as well is like when we really get at the back end of our business and we really calculate what we make at the end of the year, we are actually nonprofits. We really have our expenses paid for, our travel paid for, you know, just to be able to live a regular life. And we're really actually nonprofits. And this is something that I'm moving into is actually gaining nonprofit status for the organization that I've created and helping other people to um, create a nonprofit status in their businesses. Because folks like you and I and people who are doing soul's work, like, we really are already nonprofits and there are nonprofits out there that have nonprofit status and their CEOs or their people running the organizations are actually millionaires. And here we are creating our cute six figures or, or moving towards that. And it's like six figures is actually not enough for the, for what we want to be doing on this earth for what we really want to be creating, like creating temple spaces and creating uh, places where we can come, people can come and fly out and collectively grieve. Imagine if you had a temple space that was yours, that you were regenerating the land and people could fly out to meet you to have these group collective circles and you are already creating it on a small scale. But why we should be billionaires is because then it's like we just erect the temple and everyone comes see me and like move for your grief with someone who really cares and who has been through it herself like let's stop mucking around and if you want to change the world you have to start with you you have to acknowledge your own grief process and your own process for expanding your voice in my case and the people that I help and what they want to create is like, we have to get out there and um, share our messages. And we're not going to be able to, if we're, I mean, I, I teach on uh, like launching through a healing process. Cause so many times I've launched my program and I'm like, really, there's another round of healing not right now. And I'm like, hanging on and I'm like, wait a minute. And I can't tell you, like, I would not have I would have quit without support from guides and coaches and energy workers and from the support of my clients as well, because you all showed up so deep and vulnerable and were, was able to make help me realize that what I'm doing here is not just about helping people make money, but it is helping the soulpreneurs create sustainable offerings so that we can redistribute the wealth to the people who are going to do great things with it. So I'm so stoked that you mentioned that. And before we close, um, I wanted to ask you if you had any advice for somebody who's on the edge of investing in themselves, whether they want to move through a grief process, whether they have grief from their child self as well, which we all do. So you could all use Mia's work. It's like a niche that it's like, everybody needs your work in the world. But why don't you tell people if they're on the edge of feeling like, okay, I want to join something. I want to join something that's deep. I want to put my voice out there or I want to craft a high value offer. I want to move through my own processes and not be alone anymore. What would you tell them to help them to see that they're, they're worth it? Yeah. You know, what's coming through when you say that is 
when we look at the human species biologically, like we are not meant to do it alone. And, you know, modern day society has us thinking that we need to figure everything out ourselves, that we need to just do everything on our own and that that's how you become successful. And the truth is, is everybody needs other people. There isn't a single person in this world who's become successful 110% on their own. And so if you're feeling called to, you know, invest into a container and you're not so sure, just know that like isolating yourself is just going to keep on getting you the same result that you've been stuck in. And, you know, ask yourself, like, how is that working out for you? Do you really want to keep going down that same trajectory or do you want to move towards something different? Because having a community or having a guide who can support you through the process that you're going through is really the way for you to make that quantum leap and to make that, that shift in your trajectory. So, you know, I would always say, just do it. Like, yeah, it's scary, but it's going to be worth it. And, you know, usually when you show up 100% to those kinds of containers, what you get back in return is always tenfold beyond what you could possibly imagine. So just take the leap. It's worth it. You're worth it. <laughs> it's amazing. Like the best place that you can invest in is in you as you're mo- like expanding and on this soul journey. So I'm so excited that we got to have this conversation. Wow. What a powerful one. Uh, thank you so much, Mia, for stepping into your power, for aligning with clients and helping the world. Cause I can feel that that's why I do what I do. And I help like the people on the rise, because I can feel like I can feel your client and the expansions that she's going to make and, or they are going to make in this lifetime and how I got to be a small part of that. Like, <laughs> it's so cool. Oh, so is there anything else you want to close with before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, well, first, I just want to say thank you for everything that you do as well, because it's so cool to see like, yeah, these different immersions and these different groups come through and like the ripple effect that it has. It's like, boom, like just this huge like explosion of like cosmic healing energy that just gets to ripple out into the world because you're empowering people like myself to actually step into our power. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing as well. And yeah, I had a lot of fun having this conversation. Um, I will share that I have a grief circle happening on uh, Sunday, the 25th. Uh, It's going to be held on zoom and I have like a Facebook link. I can maybe just post it in the, um, in our group here. um, If anybody wants to join it. Um, and I also have a free ebook that's that I just finished. It's called The Healing Power of Grief. And you can find that on my website. It's called theheartsharmony.com. Theheartsharmony.com. This is all really great. We're going to put these links in the description of everywhere this lovely interview is going to be placed. Thank you so much for being here, for doing your work in the world. And we'll talk so soon. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.